it's 18 hours 30 minutes East African time. Time for John Sibi Okumu on Wednesday. This being Wednesday, the 1st of June, 2022. Hamjambo Nakaribuni, hello and welcome. Today is Madaraka Day. Madaraka is a word in Kiswahili synonymous with others like Uwezo, Mamlaka and Jukumu, which can be translated into English to mean power or authority. June the 1st is observed as a national holiday in Kenya and commemorates the day in 1963 that Kenya attained internal self-rule or self-governance, having been a British colony since 1920. After a preparatory period of six months, full independence was to follow on December the 12th, 1963. People of my generation will remember being reminded continually of Wale Waliomwagadamu Ili Tuehuru, that is, those who shed their blood so that we might be free. On this day, 59 years later, and 69 days before the forthcoming general elections, we have a good enough opportunity to reflect upon and to take stock of the pluses and minuses of doing our own thing. Are we getting better and better or worse and worse at self-rule? Knowing that he is Kikuyu and out of the respect I was taught to give my elders, I'm going to address him before he reveals himself later as Goka, the Gikuyu word for granddad. Wemwega Goka. Nukuhamuno. Goka, what is your memory of the first Madaraka Day on June the 1st, 1963? I remember very well what happened on Madaraka Day, the first Madaraka Day, because I was there either during the time of preparation for the Madaraka, during the time we had a committee to prepare for the independence. I can remember very well when leaders of Kanu went to Mutaiga with the Red Lover. It, it, was, uh, it, it, it was driven by a police officer uh, or police driver, led the people walking from Mutaiga to Harambe Avenue. By then, it, it was called Coronation Avenue. That was where the Mandaraka Day was held on that day when the, we had the first Prime Minister who had been there before as the chief minister of the government of Kenya. And what was his name? That's Muzay. His name was Muzay Jomo Kenyatta. And during the time of uh, his speech, is the day that he introduced Wandi Harambe. Thereafter, the Madaraka Day, the Harambe became a motto for the Kanu, the motto for the government. And at the same time, the coronation avenue was changed to become Harambe Avenue, which also extended to Harambe House during that time when the Mzee became the Prime Minister and then thereafter he became the uh, President uh, of the Republic of Kenya. That was a year later. Now, could you, Goka, can you try to paint an image of 
what was it like? Uh, where where was it? Today we had uh, a speech given by the president, uh, Uhuru Kenyatta. What was it like 59 years ago? Who was there? Well, those who were in, in, uh, in uh, Madrak, past Madraka Day, if they were all together be at Mandraka Day today, they would have seen the change because we have a different uh, statement made by the President of the Republic of Kenya today, Mohur Mugai Kenyatta, and his father, who by the time he was the Prime Minister of the uh, uh, Government of Kenya, when it became the uh, uh, the Mandaraka Day on the 1st June 1963. And the crowd, was it just uh, Africans? Was it mixed? Uh, what the crowd? Can you describe the, the crowd? The crowd was not as big as it is today because the population was not as much bigger than it is today. And therefore, uh, with those who attended the Mandaraka Day were those who were invited by the committee that was organizing the Mandaraka Day. Aguka, you seem to be the kind of person who can take us further back. If you were one of the organizers of Madaraka Day in 1963, you must have been big enough and adult enough to have memories of the colonial period. Would you like to take us back before we go forward? Back to the colonial days, I can remember very well the colonizers had made the laws that were oppressing the Africans, particularly Kalamba, racial discrimination, segregation, and I remember very well there were shops which were Europeans or whites only, African dogs not allowed. Even Asians who were earning or learning the, the business could not buy anything from those shops. There were cinemas, churches, schools, and other places like roads, and also the area that was segregated for whites, like Kilimani, Kirireshwa, Mzaiga, Karen, and Rangata, and etc. Et et and I can also remember the Asians were now allocated to Parklands and Ngara and Pangani, while African were allocated to Kariako and Majenko and Shaurmoyo. So I, can, I would, I'm fascinated by these um, allusions. Uh, Mau Mau, dare we mention Mau Mau detention? Did you live through that in a way that's worth remembering? When I was a member of the Kenya African Union, member of Transport and Allied Workers Union, a secretary of the Kikuyu General Union. I also joined the Mau Mau when I took the oath. And after taking the oath, I was in Mombasa Passapore. I was elected by the Mau Mau, Kikuyu and Bunamiru, who are living in Mombasa, to become their chairman. So I was the chairman of the coast province. I took time now to organize other members of the Mau Mau to, to, on, to, to, to uh, work out the program of taking all the Kikuyu and Nemero in the in, in coast province to take the oath. When, uh, whether one was a church, whether one was not in church, whether one was Muslim and Kikuyu and Nemero, 
had to take the Maumauus, including the women. First of all, that all that were taken by Kikuyu and Benamiru was not the kind of Kikuyu oath which were taken during the time of demarcation of land or demarcation or the time of uh, arguments in either case of infringement of the customary law. What I, we did was that uh, Maumau was the freedom fighters. They were struggling for independence and therefore women were not left out because they were to participate in and they participated very well, particularly becoming the spies, the supply of the food to Mau Mau readers, particularly those who are in the, in the forest and in, in town and in other rural areas. They were also uh, playing the role of collecting guns, collecting ammunition, medicines, clothing and other information they could get from either informers. Because any informers, of colonial informers, who are Mbunikikwe and Embu, were also taken oath. Even the police, some police took the oath. And therefore they were working for the colonialists. And they were, were paying by the colonialists and they were, were working for the Mau Mau. Well, uh, an intriguing question from me is, at that point in your own mind, Goka, were you, uh, were you prepared to, to kill another human being. How did that sit with your spiritual beliefs? No, the the, the problem of uh, the, that question was that uh, those who were fought for against the Mau Mau were, uh, Mau Mau were ready to kill them right? because they were also ready to kill Mau Mau. Okay. First of all, let me say that uh, uh, I was detained for five years and I went to, through almost ten or ten years I went to Pastafua River, McKinnon Road. Okay, detention. Detention. What happened in detention? Did you stay all day without eating or what was it like? Not only for staying without the food and eating and so forth, but we also, in some cases, in a week or two weeks' time, we were have to be beaten by the colonialists. Even some areas that we are forced to work hard labor, in in a, in, a, in a road in dams in building the uh, other uh, houses in 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 a, in a camp and we were forced to remain in the camp sometimes i was uh, uh, one of the writing letters to colonialists and governors and other authority the colonial authority and uh, and after the fighting that letter from hand of the colonialists the commandant would come and put us in on into small cells, small cells, without food for eighty days. Guka, I mean, I'm sorry to put this to you, but you're the person to ask this question. We're celebrating, uh, commemorating Madaraka Day today as a unified Kenya, and we have forty-seven ethnic groups. But there's also this question of: Did other ethnic groups, did other peoples also? take part in the struggle for independence or was it the preserve only of the Kikuyu people? Not, not, not only for the Kikuyu because we have, in, during the time of detention, we have people arrested from the leadership of the Kenya African Union, particularly from Nyanza, Western, the Kalajin area and Masai and the Kamba and the, then we have uh, people even from Kisi who are detained with us. 
And uh, finally, they were selected from all the detention camps and were put at Nyakachi, where Nyakachi Secular uh, Secular School is today, is where they were detained before they were re- released to go to the freedom. Isn't that a time for us to take a short break before we continue? Goka, uh, I'm going to put some more names into your mind um, because um, you were there. Uh, the Kapenguria Six. What would you say about them? Well, Kapenguria Six were arrested on the day Imanjisu was declared on 20th October. 1952. This is billed at Kagia. They, that's Right. So there they were. They were they were detained um, in the north of Kenya. They were detained in northern Kenya. After they were taken to court at right. Kapenguria uh, School, where Saka. Uh, uh, who was the retired judge, was employed by colonialists to, to take the case to judge them. Who Of those Kapenguria Six, because they're, they're, they're creatures of um, national mythology, uh, whom of the Kapenguria Six did you know best personally? I know Kapenguria Six. I know Kagia because I had worked with Kagia for long. After he, he came from Ame, he became a preacher in Muranga, and after retiring from preaching, he came back to Nairobi and employed by the commercial bank. And uh, then, when he was a clerk, and I was also a clerk in Nairobi, Makan Singh had told us one day at the Design Memorial Hall. Sorry, I have to take you back because you're forgetting our audience. Who was Makan Singh? Oh, Makan Singh was a nation who, a, a Sikh, who yes. was frontiered to organize the trade union. He came from India. Right. And he refused to be employed by even his father in their publishing house. So Makan Singh became leader of the trade union, assisted by Bred Kubai. When Kagia Nenai, other clerks were called by Makan Singh to organize a clerks union. We formed the Clerks and Commercial Workers Union, which Kagia became the chairman, later became the secretary, and finally he became the chairman of East African Trade Union Congress. So, so what is the thread for you? Uh, last we heard of you, you were in a detention camp. How did you make this switch from being in mainstream trade unionism? Well, before I was, I was re- arrested, First of all, let me make it quite clear here. I was arrested on October 10, 10-4th, 4th October 1953. And I was taken to Kongaloo Court at the CID headquarters at a place where, which is now occupied by the uh, Serena Hotel. And I was sentenced to death by shooting at Mokituanga in Davia. Oh my goodness, n- n- okay. At Karen. Right. So, after detention... But obviously, you weren't shot dead. 
So your your sentence was commuted. You were let off, or you ran no, away. No, what happened? Yeah. When during the time of uh, interrogation, the four people had already been shot before me, and I one I knew one person who was before me. He, they, they took them to cut to, to shooting, and the, after before they came back to me, there was a a a, a, a big war between Mau Mau and the security at uh, Duncan Eskin's house at, at Kirishwa. So I heard the radio saying over, 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 all police officers who are in the station and outside the station should leave that what they are doing and go to Kirishwa police, uh, uh, Duncan's house. Exactly, so that yes, they can, uh, yeah, as uh, reinforcement so that they can deal with and, that situation. And, yeah, and that, <laughs> and that, that, that war Yes. Was waged because of uh, a lady who had been sent by Mau Mau to get the gun from a, a, a drinking officer of the army. Ah, so you had a narrow escape. So now that that escape came yes. as a, as a, a, a what you call the God's will. Right. Well, uh, we'll we'll have to wait for your memoirs. There's a big book here, but uh, so you're now into trade unionism. And and you must uh, come across names like uh, Thomas Joseph Mboya, because that again he features as a trade unionist. So what are your recollection recollections Tom, of him? Tom Mboya came late in 1953 when he was a secretary of the local government workers union, and the later because all the trade union who are leaders like Fred uh, Kubayekagia, Mungai, uh, people like Gichuria Katama and the others including the uh, people who were also assisting the branches like Chokwe, uh, Said Mohammed, uh, were now arrested and detained. So Boya had that chance of now becoming one of the leaders of the trade union because he was now alone and was supported by Western world, the British and the American. Okay, so uh, which other name? I must go and um, Pio Gamma Pinto. Uh, because now we're into the uh, era of assassinations. I think he was one of the first, and there are others. Does that name mean anything to you, Gamma Pinto? Well, Gamma Pinto was, was working with me during the time of uh, uh, trade union because he was also in trade union, assisting the political parties. Yes. And I remember very well, I knew him from Design Memorial Library when we met there, and he was introduced to me, and I was introduced to, me, to him by Makan Singh. Later, I joined him with, with Jason Murumbi to work together on uh, assisting Mau Mau. But Pinto, also during the time of the Mau Mau, because I was working with the head of head of his own, the Mau Mau, we were five of us who were drafting letters, sent memorandum to overseas. And then Mark Pinto was one of the people who assisted very well to prepare those memorandum because he knew many many people in, in particular in Asia and Europe. So he helped or not only. Uh, the, the the trade union, but also Mau Mau. We were five: Mwenga Shokwe, Pinto, Katanju, who was the secretary of Mau Mau, I myself, and the doc, late Dr. Mudiora. Goka, 
now that we we're looking at uh, we've taken Madaraka Day as a symbol of our of our history and and recollection. Uh, we've come to a dark period of assassinations. Pio Gama Pinto was assassinated. Tom Boyer was assassinated. Robert Ouko was assassinated. Bishop Alexander Muge question mark. What is your historical memory of these assassinations and perhaps explanation as to why they took place? I, I do remember very well about the assassination of uh, uh, Pinto in 1965. Hmm. When Murumbi, who was now the vice president of the Republic of Kenya, heard about the death of Pinto, he now became aware that he was also going to die. And he requested the president Kenyatta to give him leave so that he can become an ordinary people, not not leading the, the the government. And he resigned from the the government and from the party. So, in terms of governance, Gulka, what were these people uh, unhappy with? What was the promise of Uhuru and independence that had been betrayed? Because people complain about something. What do you think they were complaining about? The people just complain about the particular cost of living, yes. the inflation, the torture by the police. And they, again, when they got to uh, arrested by the police and taken to court, when, when they go to the court, the judges or magistrates do not care about their evidence to give to, to the court. And sometimes you find that uh, the cases of uh, of the arrested person is pr- framed by investigators because they have a different language that would make the case to fail from the the the, 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 the ruling. Because now there are the people who normally given the responsibility of investigating and uh, writing the report. Now, when they took to the to the prosecutor, prosecutor is just a mayor. Uh, reading what is written by the uh, universities. So now the judges and the magistrates, because of the uh, failure of uh, uh, following the, the rules and the regulations and the law, sometimes because they are bribed, and they now able to now to make the case of uh, arresting people should be going to jail. And normally they go to jail. That's why people normally complain about the police. So there were miscarriages of justice. I'd like uh, in the next five minutes before we take another break for you to reflect upon the Constitution because our discussions have been about the Constitution and it's gone through many changes. There was the Independence Constitution and it went all the way to becoming one... Kenya became a one-party state uh, we had voting, queue voting by Mulolongo. Now, without necessarily naming names and condemning people for what they did at the time, do you think that the movement is forward in terms of respecting our constitution in the last 59 years? Well, I was one of those who rejected the uh, Majimbo constitution, which came from uh, the colonial office when the, our members of LEGICO went to negotiate for the the constitution. Thereafter, but, but, but sorry, but Majimbo was a kind of devolution. Fifty years later, we've come back to Majimbo. Uh, okay. So was it a good thing, which, was, you, which you rejected it, it at the time? It was not a good thing because it was 
the constitution was now framed right. that the Majimbo mm. will be based on, on the provinces. Yes. And at the same time, the Mlejiko would be Motricio. And therefore, we did not like it to be because we knew the Europeans will be majority in 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 a right. in a province so at that particular time you didn't have uh, the, we didn't have the the full powers okay so uh, what's happened since then in terms of the constitution would you like to comment on uh, i would like the passage of time yeah i would like to comment on uh, majimbo uh, because it was now changed when we had the independent constitution yes which now had many loopholes because it come to be a one-party constitu- state constitution. Yes. And the president there, by then, he was now to dictate what to be done and what not to be done. Thereafter, we had uh, the changes because of the uh, people normally complain about the, uh, the, the administration of the constitution and about the government. We had now the revolutionary a change of the constitution because we had uh, to have the Wajiko constitution that we have today. Okay, so um, this is an improvement all round. Uh, what do you think were some of the positives we've been talking about assassinations? What do you think have been some of the major positives of uh, Africa? Tumefaidikaji kama utawala wa Africa? Tueleze kwa Kiswahili. Tuna, tunafaidika kwa sababu mimi naweza kusema kwamba tunafaidika kidogo mm. kwa sababu wakati wa ukoloni mm. tatakuwa tumejitawala tume hatakuwa na sauti ya kusema chochote ijapokuwa sasa wakati wa uhuru wetu tangu tupate independence tumekuwa na matatizo mengine mengi ya kwanza ningependa na, kusema ya kwamba sisi wenyewe badala kujenga uchumi tunabomoa uchumi kwa sababu watu kama wajua kali wakati wanapanya mahali ya viwanda vipanda wakati huo takuta mtu tajiri anakuja anasema yeye hiyo vipanda vimejewa katika title deed yake na anakuwa na title deed ambayo imekuwa ni fake ambayo ilikuwa tu si ya kweli kwa sababu amechukua baada hata baada ya watu hawa kwa miaka 20 pale na wakati wa wakati huo akitoa hongo polisi wanakuja ina wanamoa sisi nini kanzo kama municipal kanzo particularly out council now they go to that place and destroy all the the banda wakati huo sasa ule uchumi ungepatikana kwa wale ambao wanalipa kodi kwa serikali sasa kodi hawalipi hawawezi kusomesha watoto wao hawawezi kujimundu katika mambo ya maisha hata wakati wakiwa wagonjwa hawezi kununua dawa another spot for us to stop guka Onwards. Gorka, yeah. at this stage of the game, we are going to play you um, what people, Wanainchi, whom we found in the street, in their offices, wherever, how they responded to this question. Um, are, we, are we getting better at self-governance? 
during those old days the issue of uh, governance wasn't all that elaborate we were incapacitated but uh, currently we have all the human capital we also have women empowerment we are able to make decisions on our own we can say we have come from very fine we've done very well almost everybody has a phone so communication has become easier it has helped the economy transacting money even to people who are very far. There is a lot of impunity. The people mandated to fight corruption. It seems they are not doing enough because people are still in public money and they are still in their offices. Can you imagine a country people sleeping hungry? We have resources in our country. It's only because they are being resisted. You only need someone who is strict. In fact, not even being strict, God-fearing. From independence, we have recorded impressive economic growth. The economy is so bad. Maybe my grand-grandchildren are the ones who are going to improve this. Even to get a foot of the table, sometimes it will be very hard. And maybe if there was a better way of governing the country, Kenyans will be comfortable. We are exercising our own democratic power in elections. We also have our constitution 2010. We are able to, to have governance that is always improving. During independence, I think there were two parties, Kanu and Kad. But now you can say what you want. This CBC thing that is trying to nurture talents for our children, that one I give a plus to the government, the infrastructure, it's nowhere comparable to the time of our independence. Mm. Gorka, you had already begun to give some views, some criticism, but this is the question. Maybe you might give your answer in Kiswahili. Je, tangu tupate uhuru, tumejitawala viema? Mimi, mimi kwanza ningetaka kushukuru wale 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 usunguza hayo katika radio, na mimi kama ningekuwa mmoja wao ningesema hivyo hivyo, waliwasema kwa sababu tangu tupate tuchukue uhuru kuna mambo mengi ambayo yalikuwa hayafai lakini wakati ule tulikuwa na katiba yetu tumepata mandaraka tumepata independence na wakati huo huo pia tumejenga uchumi kwa jia ambayo e, ni ya kufaa ijapokuwa kuna ma, ku, mapengo mapengo pale na pale ambayo wakati mwingine kwa sababu ya watu wengine kujipenda na kuchukua nafasi kwa kati wa serikali wanachukua pesa za serikali wanajifanya ni zao hayo ni tunasema ni hongo na mambo ya, ya, ya tunasema corruption pia kwa hivyo ningependa kwa ni kusema ya kwamba yale ambayo tumetenda tumetenda kwa sababu uhuru wetu ambao tunatunalinda na wakati wa ulinzi wa uhuru wetu pia tunakuwa na sauti ya kuzunguza mambo kupata na katiba yetu na sheria zile tunaweka katika katika bunge Ngoka in all these uh, replies there are these words again i'm interested from somebody of your generation these words let's start off with tribalism let's start off with ukabila is this something where you uh, in your life have you always had an ukabila bone and if you haven't what's special about you and is it something that we're going to get rid of in the next 50 years before the white men came to kenya and also to africa african did not have the tribal barriers no that's true they they, fought, they fought against each other to to take each other's cows and each I, other's women I'm, I'm, so that wasn't a total I'm, I'm i'm saying yes particularly when they had better trade 
Yes. They did not have what we have today. So when we did not have uh, tribal feeling by other tribes, I know the, 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 even those days, people would, would fight the others. And we would have like Mkekue Masai and uh, getting cows and getting women, taking them to Kokamani, Kokamba would get women. And therefore, we did not have the tribal that we have today, which was now created by the colonialists because of dividing us when they demarcated. No, the, Goka, Goka, if I might beg to differ, was our mistake that the colonialists tried to join us into one nation and make us all one under the Kenyan flag. Because in those happy, happy days when we were bartering, we were separate nations, separate peoples. So the mistake was ours in daring to become Kenya. But would, you, would you not agree I, with that? I, I would not agree with you because, first of all, I, I remember very well about the history I read from the books. The district commissioner of Narok, Kajiado, who was now stationed in Gongu, would, would organize the Maasai spy, to spy the Kikuyu in the Kikuyu area. Then the district commissioner Kembu would spy the Maasai who were coming from Gongu and they would tell the Kikuyu Maasai are coming and the Maasai would be told that the Kikuyu are coming. So we would fight through that. Right. What, what I mean here is that uh, colonialism is the part of the destroying our relationship. When we were, were together, particularly when they banned our tradition uh, customs, uh, uh, songs and uh, uh, what we were dancing could not be recognized by the colonists. But Guka, 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 if I may, mm-hmm. in the midst of that, in the midst of that, we were given a religion to which I dare say you belong. Uh, so you're a Christian. Uh, but you see nothing wrong in declaring yourself a Christian. Isn't that I, intellectually dishonest I, of I you? I am a Christian, but the, the, that Christian came by force because the white man came with a gun right. on the right hand and the Bible on the left. Right. Then he forced the people to join the Christianity. So you became uh, you became a Christian by force and remain a Christian n- by force. No, not now, not now. I, I'm talking about the the coming. So what, so what right. happened in between time, in terms of your beliefs, in terms of your values? Mimi <laughs> Na mambo ya kizungu waliingiza wali katika Christianity au wengine waliwahi wali, wali kupitia kwa mambo kama Kiislamu waingize katika dini ili watu waweze kupoa kutopika kelele ambao walikuwa napika kelele juu ya mzungu kwa kiteka mambo kama shamba akitikua mambo kama mali za wapirika ngombe mbuzi na chinjia ile karavani yake kwa hivyo waafrika wa, wa dio walikuwa na, na umoja kwa sababu wao hawakupigana kwa sababu vile walipigana kama wakati wa koloni wakiongozwa na mzungu na kwa hivyo sisi wenyewe ijapokuwa tulikuwa tunapendana tulileta mambo ya siasa 
sasa mambo ya siasa tu haribu kila kitu nishakubali nishakubali but guka mm. would you say in a conversation intergenerational conversation such as ours yeah. that nothing good came of colonialism when at the same time all the people who have succeeded with what you would call a home guard mentality mm. are people who are closest to western values and culture they are our role models so what 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 trip do we have to make as people to to cleanse ourselves in in a spiritual fashion and or or you pro- perhaps you have no no idea maybe that's an unfair question i ha- i have i would say i have no idea to rehabilitate them right but they had been rehabilitated by the the environment because i remember when home guards were fighting mau mau after independence I was one of those who organized the political party bringing people together and home guards were appearing uh, the the bringing to people together and then again we were mau mau we were fighting the colonial christian because they were all pastors of particular anglican catholic and pca were all resigning from the uh, church and they came to detention camps to get be, be, beat us and uh, in the evening they would go to rural area kill people and come back in the morning to <laughs> rehabilitate us and therefore when i talk of the rehabilitation of uh, home guards and comerera uh, tai tai and also loyalists when we came to independence now because they were the one who was given the responsibility by even our leaders this declined to give the mau mau in a, in, a, in a place where they, they could join the government even in the cabinet of the first government even the cabinet today there had never been a mau mau leader in the cabinet and therefore we were de- de- decided that we always go with the government of the day but we shall never fight that government and therefore people who are royalists are the one who was now given mandaraka like pcs and all the diseases and so forth including the cabinet you paid ch- ch- children or daughters and uh, what we call the sons of the royalists but chiefs and sons and daughters are the one who now rulers guka uh, i i would like to go to the other word uh, in the next uh, five minutes that we have uh, corruption ufisadi is this an is this part of being kenyan we're all corrupt corrupt corruption is a disease and it will never never be solved by by the people who are now ruling today and it will take it will take time for the corruption to come to an end or the bribe that people normally call it chai when we when we talk of the corruption we talk of the bribery and so forth we talk of the people particularly raya people the citizen are the one who create the the, the problem because they are the one who give it is better to receive than to give because when you give you destroy the spirit of the person therefore if we could stop giving the corruption will come to an end but it's not 50 years to come even tribalism 
will not end because we are now encouraging particular political parties having the individual person having calling his party a leader who will not to, to be elected but to dictate the who to be the chairman who to be the treasurer who to be everywhere like goka you know something also in our psyche tulikuwa tunapenda yule mtu ambao anaitwa chief the big chief syndrome kuna yule mwizi wetu in order for me for my people to accept me as a leader i need to give them huge amount, amounts of money at political rallies so why am i to, where, where am i to get this money from if 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 i run on a on a platform of uh, ideas and uh, uh, campaign strategies or whatever it is in the future for the nation people don't want to hear we want our bwanamkuwa to be rich that bwanamkuwa to be rich is, is the money of the government is the money uh, no, no, no it's the idea of the people wo ukienda kwenyu kikuyuni watasema mzee go kata tupatia nini iko kitu iko kitu so i'm going to prepare myself by having kitu to give Nasema, mm-hmm. wana, 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 wana kitu. The fault is with the people I'm trying to say not with the leaders. Lakini wanafikiria kwamba mtu yabaye yule wanaona kwao anaweza kuwapa kitu ni sawa sawa. Lakini yule mtu naye pia sasa zile aliko nazo ni zile zile walitoa kodi wakapeana kwa serikali na huyu mtu akaandikwa na serikali akaiba kwa serikali au pengine mfanyabiashara akapewa contract akafanya hapa na pale kidogo kidogo na akapata pesa kutoka kwa hata bado hajafanya kazi yote atoka kama barabara kwa mfano anasema amejenga barabara lakini anajenga na anapewa pesa kutoka kwa serikali na zile pesa ni zile zao sasa wanafikiri kwa sababu wanaweza kumnyonya wadio wanamdai pesa kidogo kama kama wange wangejua kwamba hizi pesa ni za serikali zile walitoa hawange muuliza kutoa chai au kitu kidogo thank you guka a stop before the end the best mix of music capital fm goka yes this is our last 15 minutes together far too short too much to discuss and i'm going to ask you at this stage who are you what is your name my name is wilson maina masharia i was born in moranga in 1920 in 1928 which makes you now 84 94 not 84 oh 94 gosh yes. my maths is poor 94 yeah, 94 right well i would say that um if he was still alive as a small detail you would be about the age of my father who was born in September 1929 so it's a great pleasure to be talking to you because a bit like talking to one's dad so dad go cut to others i had I'd, i'd like to ask you uh, to tell me a bit more about growing up and this idea of values and your childhood your mom your dad 
What were they telling you? What were they instilling in you that remains with you to this day? I, I was I, after birth and then I was brought in in the house. What was round? The tradition. Yes. It, it was not the mud house, but it was on the, the people uh, bring the 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 the, the uh, uh, what we call the roswago in Kikuyu. So roswago iron that it is also thirsty, not not the iron sheet, and it had no doors. It was only given uh, the the one 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 main entrance. Right. Well, we've all had those songs of uh, Kamaru, uh-huh. uh, Joseph Kamaru, when they say, "What was the Kikuyu homestead?" And of course, um, uh, Jomo Kenyatta wrote about uh, those traditions in oh, his book oh, Facing yeah, Mount Kenya. Yeah. Yes. So you're you're from that period. I was I was brought up in that kind of house. Yeah. I remember very well my mother. Mm-hmm told me one day that if I see something (coughs) lost by either a man or a woman, I should bring that lost lost people to to her so that she could get the owner. Yes, therefore you went to steal. No, Hmm. not to steal. Exactly. Anything that I would find. Anything that you would find. What if somebody had got lost. Right. It, I would collect it. Yes. And give it to my mother. Yes. Who would find the owner. Exactly. That made me to be trust, trusted person. Yes. And I, I grew with the principles that I was given by mother. Right. That, that stealing is bad. Right. Shitting is bad. Right. Speaking the truth. Yes. And I had four principles in what I we call in English. Honesty. Trustworthy, truthful, and faithful to my Lord. And what about your father? Was he was he a, a person who was giving you kiboko every other day? Was it corporal punishment part of the man that you are today, or is he chatting to you nicely and well, saying? Well, no, normally, normally in Chikoyo customary mm. law, mm. Uh, parents were to give uh, punishment to any child who would do wrong. I, ca- I cannot deny I have been several times beaten by my father, beaten my mother, but not the way the teachers now beat their children in the school. Okay. Not not the way now our parents our parents of today beat the children to death. Now what happened to to my to my life is that my father was a shop worker. He, by that time, time of colonialism, were called the shop boys. Yes. So they were grown people, and they had always working as in a, in, a, in, a, in a domestic work as a kitchen boy. So my father was called a boy. I was called also a boy. <laughs> my uncle who was so also there called two boys boy. in the family immediately. <laughs> even even Guka <laughs> would be there would be called the boy. Okay. So my my father uh, sometimes was giving me the 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 kind of uh, behavior. Of the Kiko tradition, of yeah, particularly first uh, child born, so that I could become a, a father and mother of my children when they are not uh, mother and father are not in the th- household. I was now responsibility, right. my responsibility to give them, them uh, the, what we call the service. Were you the the the, uh, the, uh, the eldest child in the family? Were you the firstborn? I, I, I'm as the firstborn, right? The so, so so you had that, that that sense of responsibility. Yeah. I want to jump to this idea again of historical memory. You've 
evoked so many things in our conversation in the last 45 minutes. Uh, I have you, Where is this history to be read by our young listeners? Have you written your story down? Is there a book? Um, I have not written the book. Why, not, why not? I, I, no, let me tell you. I have now been able to prepare what we call the material for the, my autobiography. Yes. And I have now started the recording. Sometimes I have recorded some, some kind of uh, uh, introduction of my life uh, up to the time I stopped working. Yes. And uh, then uh, I, I recorded about my education program and how I grew up in in, in Kikoland, herding boys and walking and so forth and fishing and also swimming, being taught by my uncle. And therefore, I am still feeling that I would write one, one day. I, I know I will get the editor, but the, the problem with me is that I don't have the computer, I don't have the camera, I don't have the, uh, the recorder, and therefore, it is very difficult for me to write on hand because I thought if I could have a recorder, I would uh, definitely speak with the, with the, uh, with the recorders and somebody would uh, do it for me. You are now a grandfather in your own right. Do you feel that your grandchildren have a sense of the Kenyan history which you've evoked? Well, do do your do they know anything? If I said to them, Kapenguria Six, will they say yes? I know about them. I, I don't know what they would they would do about Kapenguria, because our generation. Let me tell you, our generation today, our young people, even I I am telling you with practical experience. Sometimes I go to our people from the village when we we call the meeting. When I try to give them the history of the Mau Mau history of the trading, history of the political party, and how European came to this country. They sometimes they say, ah, that was generation. We don't, we don't need the history today. Because we have, we have the TV, we have the computer, we can now Google whatever we want. Well, I had a discussion with a young person who said that um, maybe we should forget the past because... Mm-hmm. All the mistakes that were made of Ufisadi, Ukabila, they belong to your generation, Mm. my generation, and the young people want to start afresh. So they're not interested in the mistakes that we've made. Because they they don't understand the the benefit they could get from the history of of those mistakes, which they could correct from their time of discussion and conversation and administration in any political party or any organization. Can I draw you on the idea of the politics of the moment? Again, let's try not to name names, but do you think, Guka, Wilson, Maina, Masharia, that the build-up to the elections is an improvement on the past? Are these going to be our best elections ever? Well, uh, we, 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 we assume that this election would be better than all other elections we have had before. But we are not sure, because sometimes you would think that uh, 
there is no war between the parties who would come during the time of election. Because every time during the election is when we have differences. Because so-and-so would complain, would so-and-so would abuse the others. And finally, you'll find that uh, election is, is the only cause of uh, differences. What I would say here is that uh, what we would like to see is a peaceful election that would be bring up uh, the better administration than it had been there before. Peaceful, better, but in the past we've we've come from Ulolongo, we've come to the political violence of 2007, we've had contested elections because of just the idea of counting the votes. Do you feel when you read the newspapers, I know you keep abreast of things, that we will be better prepared. There's there's one thing to desire something, and there's another thing to be prepared for improvement. I think there will be improvement, particularly the uh, uh, the election commission. And at the same time, the the only problem I have seen is here is that uh, we have too many political parties, and the two political parties are now going to destroy the the, the moral that people would have when they have. Uh, contesting the seat by the particular... By the I'll, I'll, cut you, I'll cut you short, Guka, because you're, you're drawing this notion of democracy. Mm. Uh, let people decide whom they want. Uh, so this is something, again, which we've inherited as a, as a desirable political uh, dispensation. Do you think, uh, again, an unfair question, do you think that democracy is for Kenyans, democracy is for Africans, or should we go back to the chief and his assistant chiefs and the Buanamkuba? One Buanamkuba to lead us forever, 50, 40 years. Even, even though you tell me about the democracy, the, the people of Kenya, particularly those who are in politics, they have gone beyond the constitution, they have gone beyond the democracy. Because you don't have to have hundreds and hundreds of political parties. Because they, they, not all the political parties would be run by the Wajiko. It is run by a particular individual. Uh, if you look today, then you get what people talk about. My party, my party. I will do because of my party. We cannot now go to the old time of uh, uh, the, the old chief and uh, uh, pieces and DCs. But the, we, we better retain the chief in in allocation because he is a person who is going to be the eyes of the people. I remember in the old days, during the current time, the person who was called Kanga, Askari Kanga, he was the one who normally knew all the villages in the village in our sub-location. He knew whether Sainu had been born, whether somebody had sold the goat, whether had sold the, 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 the skin, or whether they have any harvest, and he would report it to the children, to the descent, to the PC, and the governor would know, and he would report it back to colonial officer. Kenya is now ready to remain peaceful. Now that we cannot go because we have we have now political parties. We have leaders who normally lead because they have money. Goka, I'm going to give you one minute yeah. and a bit. Uh, final words, words of wisdom to me as your son, to your grandchildren, as your grandchildren, to us as Kenyans. 
What advice would you give us to make the best of all possible nations on Madaraka Day? Well, the possible let's talk of the Madaraka Day, the coming Madaraka Day of, of 2023. That if if we have a good leader who would have a, a, a good cabinet, then we would have a, a people who are normally working for the government, not working for themselves. Then we will be be able to have the Madaraka Day that we will focus of seeing the people will be beneficial to the take a case now today the aged people are given 2,000 shillings 2,000 shillings particularly during this inflation of time uh, the the cost of living if you go with the, to the supermarket with 2,000 what kind of goods would you buy and an aged people like myself who have no land who had who has no house who has nowhere to, to live and uh, I'm a widower who have never covered by any law in Kenya. We have the law for orphans and window, but we don't have law for windows. So we, we got the government all, all today would kindly discuss this matter in parliament and make that law because not all the windows are rich. And therefore, Mandaraka Day of the third year coming would be better if people would be working together and the peaceful Goga, no, I give you. We have to leave it there. Do continue to give us feedback, hopefully positive and reassuring, on the Twitter handle at Capital FM Kenya, or drop us a text on or a WhatsApp message on zero seven zero one nine eight four nine eight four. You've been listening to John Sibi Okumu on Wednesday. Happy Madaraka Day! Until next time.